This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Eyes On podcast. Eyes On. Eyes On. Live from the Shorter Children's Reading Festival. Welcome back to this special edition of the show Eyes On. Now we're not at Pulse 95 Radio's headquarters at Charter Broadcasting Authority. We are at Expo Center Sharjah talking about all things kids and everything in between. We've got Chef Darius Stevens. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We're excited to have you here. And you're all about teaching kids how to cook. So how did that happen? Man, um, actually, um, I went to culinary school after um, I was in college, and um, I wanted to be a chef, and I wanted to slow down and have a family, and I said, maybe I should go teach. Mm. So I got, a, I got a, a degree to teach history, and when I showed up with my resume, they said, hey, we see you're a chef. Do you mind teaching kids how to cook? And I said, sure. And I, it ended up being my second greatest passion in life. I love that so much. How you went to like, I have a history degree. You're like, hold on. When you looked at your resume, there's something a little bit different, a little bit more interesting over here. I love that so much. So how did you start off? How did that kick off, especially becoming this passionate about teaching kids? Well, um, one day I, I came home frustrated speaking to my wife about how I didn't have the resources to teach kids in the high school that I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, man, I'm gonna go home this summer and I'm gonna make my own curriculum and teach kids how to cook my way. And she says, okay, let's do that. And then two days later, someone called me from the local city asking if I would teach kids how to cook. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay. So I didn't sleep for two days and I wrote the <laughs> curriculum. Wow. And I started teaching kids. That sounds amazing. You it shows that you're very passionate about teaching those kids. So if I get, got this correctly, was it sort of like something that you saw in the community and you decided that perhaps kids need to be learning this? Because I feel like a lot of parents would look at their children and they think they're too, maybe they're too young to pursue something like that or just to get up and maybe um, chop something with their parents or help uh, stir something. Or was it just, again, just something that grew up within you slowly bit by bit? It's a mix of all those things. Um, I started cooking with those kids and I was making a recipe and I was packing up to leave and I turned around and they were behind me mm. and I said, hey, uh, what are you guys doing? I'm leaving. And they said, no, we want more. And I said, well, I have to leave. And they all started chanting, we want more. <laughs> we And I started crying and I was like, okay, sit down, we'll make some more. But um, I started age two, all mm -hmm. the way through 18. And cooking is therapeutic, it's artistic. It um, refines uh, motor skills. Mm -hmm. it, it has so many elements in it that is just needed in our children today. So many things are becoming lost yeah. as generations go forward. Mm -hmm. And we need to bring some of those things back. Mm -hmm. And this is my contribution. And what would you teach a child as young as two years old, a toddler, in the kitchen? Because I feel like, the, like you said, it teaches motor skills. But at that time, they have little to just very bare minimum motor skills. So what can you teach them in the kitchen that would enhance that and get them interested in cooking? I will cook anything with any age child, no matter mm. how complicated. What I would change is what I'm having them do. Mm -hmm. For instance, if I'm cooking a giant steak, I might have a two-year-old help me rub the dry rub on it. And so it's to them, it's like they're playing with Play-Doh. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun for them and they get to feel it and touch it. And then they're more likely to eat it because they had a hand in it. Mm, I love that so much. But 
since you mentioned kids as well, they're incredibly, and I mean incredibly picky. A lot of them are picky. And what I learned about kids is that, because I have an eight-year-old cousin, and me and her were sort of like besties that we consider ourselves best friends, despite the 20-year age cap. But um, more often than not, I realized that not only is she picky sometimes, but sometimes she's just selective. It doesn't mean she's just not interested in eating. She just does not want to eat at that moment. So how do you navigate that? Picky eaters and kids who are like, who forget to eat or just have no interest in eating. Um, well, one strategy I have with picky eaters, one, getting their hands in it, they're more likely to taste it. Yeah. But even after that, you might have a hurdle. I have one rule that I have with the children, and it's you must take one bite to be polite. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that that's a rule, even if it's something that they are aversive to, they'll try it, and more than likely they like it. In nine years of doing this, I've only had one recipe that was a fail. Which is? It was it was some crazy fish recipe. <laughs> I was I was experimenting anyway. So <laughs> that, that's that's valid. Maybe the kids had maybe the kids had a point. They're like, that's too much experimenting yes. for you. It could be too much experimenting for us as well. And speaking about recipes, what kind of recipes do you um, try out with the kids? Because your book is all about traveling and trying out all types of cuisines, which is another hurdle you need to usually overcome with a child. Sometimes it's easy to make tacos, for example, or quesadillas with kids because it has those basic things like chicken, cheese, beef, some things that kids will like. But what about something what most kids might consider as adventurous in comparison to their own cuisine? Um. Well, my strategy with that, again, getting their hands in it or making it fun some kind of way. Like I like to end every recipe with something sweet. So I'll spray whipped cream in their hand or something like that, mm -hmm. which, which came out of a little girl that she was crying in the kitchen. And then I was like, close your eyes. And I sprayed whipped cream. <laughs> and she's like, what is this? But while that's happening, you're sneaking some vegetables in there on the side that mm -hmm. they, you know, and it, it, it tends to work out. You, can't, you get their guard down. That's what it is. It's like you have to sneak it in on them. And then they end up loving it. So, and I've been asking the other authors, because they're authors, asking them about their favorite books growing up. But you're a chef. So I want to know, what's your favorite food growing up? Wow. My favorite food, it would probably have to be spaghetti oh, and valid. meatballs. Valid. <laughs> that is my favorite food right now. I'm not even joking. It was my birthday a couple of weeks ago, and my mom asked me, what do you want? I'm like, spaghetti and meatballs? That, that just feels very nice, very festive. And... To an extent, it is a pleaser when it comes to everybody. So do you feel that those kids also have certain favorites as well that they tend to, um, let's say, go towards when they are um, cooking with you? Do they give any suggestions and tell you, chef, can we do some of this today? Can we do more desserts? Can we do the pot? My older kids will always ask me to make chicken and shrimp Alfredo. And, I, and ironically, I won't do it with them. I'm like, you guys know what that's like. Let's do something new. I said, if we make it, you're going to make it from scratch. Oh, wow. They want to pop open a bottle and mm -hmm. spray some sauce on it. I'm like, no, we're going to get the whipping cream. And then they're like, ah, oh, and then they make it in there. I've just changed them for life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I love that so much. And you're right. Chicken Alfredo or shrimp Alfredo is it's a little bit. I'm sorry to all the picky eaters out there and people who love it. <laughs> it's a little bit too repetitive. You should explore all kinds of cuisines and all kinds of food. So can you tell me about what can you tell parents, perhaps who are listening in, or maybe even teenagers, or people who are tuning in right now, what can you tell them when it comes to cooking for their kids or even cooking for themselves? Well, I will say that food unites us. Mm -hmm. Food, just kind of like music, is something that we all uh, across the world 
people gather around food, they、mm-hmm. gather around music. Yeah. So it's something that's very personal, and all you have to do is find that rhythm with your child, and、mm-hmm. they will they will grow to love it, you know, and it'll become a part of the fabric of their lives. Love that so much. It is absolutely true that music and food always unites us across different、uh, cultures and countries and societies. And what are you doing here at the Sharda Children's Reading Festival? I know you've got a couple of live shows happening. Yes, we will be cooking with kids. I will be pulling them out of the audience. Come on by. It might be you. We have giveaways. We have. They're going to dress up、um, like chefs and work Ooh, alongside、that. me.、Mm-hmm. I even got some special kid-sized gloves that I had to get special That's so, so they、cool. can work with me. So <laughs> I'm very excited. Can you give us a sneak peek to the dishes? Oh, today we're going to be making a dish from Brazil. We're going to be making、um, Brazilian、um, beef kebabs. That sounds really that good. Sounds really delicious、yes. and amazing. I think I'm going to dress up as a kid. And sit down in that audience, <laughs> and hopefully get picked by you, Chef D, to be part of this live、uh, cooking show. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope I will see you around when I walk around. And exciting to have you here in Sharjah, and back here in Sharjah, and in the UAE. So excited to have you at the Sharjah Children's Reading Festival as well.、Um, cannot wait to see you around. This is Pulse ninety five. Tune in live every weekday from four pm.